Welcome back to another episode of Wasted Local Fantasy Football. I'm, you remembered. I did this time, surprisingly. I'm Daniel. I'm Josiah. And today we have... The Crybaby oh, Bitch. Sorry. Special guest? We were trying to get Josh and Michael on, but Josh is um, supposedly still working. But I bet if we went across the street, he's playing Destiny. So, yeah. Suck it, Josh. So, yeah. It was a fun week of football. We have Michael, by the way. Yeah, Michael's here. I'm here. If you couldn't tell by the whining. Hey, listen. We've had to deal with it all year. That is not true. I've said the <laughs> least out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's, but every time you say something, it's brutal. <laughs> Other than when you call me Belichick. I didn't like that. You're still on my phone as Billy Belichick. I need to change it, though, because you are like the cowboy, so you have so much potential, you just can't do shit with it. Big true. <laughs> I won't argue that. <laughs> Michael Gallup Bonner. <laughs> just call him the, the, lone, I, the lone cowboy. I have stuff to say on that, but I'll get... I was proud of his performance this week. Who, Gallup? Regard, yeah, oh, regardless yeah. of... I'm always proud of Gallup's performance. I'm not well, proud of Garrett's performance. We'll get into his stuff later, though. Duck Hodges, though. Quack, quack. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, we only all said he should have been playing since they benched <laughs> since him. Since they benched him. <laughs> I think the Steelers should probably listen to our podcast because if they did... Duck does. I they gave, gave him confidence. <laughs> gave him fucking confidence. Duck, I know you're listening. I might pick you up off waivers this week. Just because Russell I'm not going to start you. Shit. He isn't. <laughs> um, that also scares me. As a 49ers fan, having to face the Seahawks coming up. Again. Or, sorry, having to face the Seahawks. Wait. Let me, let me start over. Having to face Baltimore. Yes. Which there's probably like a good 75% chance that we'll lose that game because the offense is pretty unstoppable. That's going to push us down to 10 and 2. And Seahawks have a relatively easy game coming up. Well, no, actually, they don't. They play Minnesota. So it's an all out battle between Minnesota. So, but it's the thing if Seahawks win and we lose, they go ahead of us because we, that's the only other loss that 49ers have had is mm. to the Seahawks. It's hard to say what's going to happen because, like, yeah, the 49ers took out, I mean, they just destroyed the Packers, but Aaron Rodgers isn't mobile. They destroyed the Patriots, but Tom Brady isn't mobile. They, Barely won against Kyler Murray twice, and Division he's a mo- he's a yeah he's a mobile quarterback. Yeah, so it's we'll see we'll see if they can scheme something up. Well, enough we'll about talk, real football. But yeah, we'll talk about that next <laughs> week. Let's get into this week's recaps, and we'll start at the top as usual. Unsolicited deck picks Josiah narrowly beat me hover on genocide 130.9 to 126 point due to due to an absolute thumping of the rams leaving the ravens no choice but to bench lamar jackson in the fourth quarter saved by the bench josiah saved by the bench yeah i'm i'm okay with that i got the victory because i scored 130.9 points (laughs) which is good i also had jarvis landry on my bench who scored? Who would have put you at like thirty-one point eight points, <laughs> one hundred and seventy points? Now I told you this, but my philosophy behind benching a guy that is going against the Dolphins is I had Zach Ertz and Miles Sanders both on the same team, and Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry, who are also both on the same team. And I don't know; it just didn't feel right starting so many people. There's not that; it's not that far fetched that the Eagles and Browns both come out and suck 
So I tried to, I don't know, I put Cortland Sutton in, got it right this time. Cortland Sutton instead of Jarvis Landry, even though Cortland Sutton only got 3.2 points. Took you 12 episodes. That's that's why I did it, just because (laughs) I feel like, I don't know. I didn't I didn't like the way it looked to have so many Browns on my starting roster just because you can't trust the Browns. It's yeah. a legit, legitimate concern. So yeah. that I But might, it was the it was the Dolphins. Jarvis Landry I have looked ahead and he has some favorable matchups going into the playoffs. So I mean he might he might be getting some starts and it's also the Browns though, so I, <laughs> it's still kind of uh, sketchy. He's still getting double figures every week, which yeah. is great. And that was low key the best part of my trade with Michael because I got DeAndre Hopkins from him, and also Jarvis Landry, who may have just sneaked his way into my starting roster mm-hmm. because Adam Thielen just has not played at all. Well, yeah, he had a bye week. No wonder. No, he he hasn't played for like four or five weeks. No, no, he's is he coming hurt. back this week. Probably. Questionable. I'm sure he'll be back. <clears throat> it's a big game. How do you feel about your performance? I mean, you know, there's some points on my bench, but, you know, Robert Woods against Baltimore, I wasn't ex- – I mean, all of his points came in garbage time. So, you know, he only had about, I think, five, maybe six points before the middle of the fourth quarter. So it wouldn't have really done anything for me until the very end of the game if I would have started him. Um, and then Ronald Jones, I picked up because somebody's or two people went and swiped both the running backs that I was going to pick up last week. <clears> and he was, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, fuck both of you. Um, and Philip Lindsay, I started him over Ronald Jones because one, I haven't paid attention to Ronald Jones and Atlanta's defense had been doing pretty well. So I didn't want to start him against that defense. And Philip Lindsay was going against the I think 22nd ranked rush defense in the league. So I was. I was like, he can give me 10 points. Yeah. But, you know. Now, that second running back spot is definitely your weakest point. Yeah. I think. I mean, I benched Amari Cooper. Yeah. So I didn't get his big fat zero. And I I went back and forth with him and Metcalf. And I was like, I just felt like Metcalf against Philly. I just I, I thought Metcalf would have a bigger game, but Philly's defense. Dude, he had some that hit him in the hands, yeah. and he just didn't pull him down. Mm-hmm. And that's. That kind of sucks. I that second receiver position, I had DeAndre Hopkins go off, mm-hmm. but Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton didn't do it for me. I need to play the the right person in the receiver position. I scored more points than anybody this week, but you with Jarvis it. Landry getting thirty one points and Latavius Murray getting twelve points, I've got to be more clairvoyant you when it comes a, to that. Made the right call on defense too, unlike yes, last week. Or the last, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't have seen Carolina coming back in that game at all, honestly. But I, I <clears throat> saw it just because McCaffrey's a monster. Yeah. And you can't stop him at all. The Saints defense, especially after what uh, the Falcons did to them last mm-hmm. week. So I feel kind of good about that. You, on the other hand, out of the what five teams six teams in playoff contention would have lost to at least three of them Mm -mm. you lost to josh me and yourself (laughs) 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 i've lost to two people in the entire league this week so yeah it's something to be concerned about yeah but amari cooper doesn't play you know new england every week so that's not a concern of mine ronald jones is a good pickup though so yeah 
that's something, like I said, I'm going to have to make the right play because if you play Ronald Jones or Amari Cooper comes back and takes DJ Chark's 8.3 points and turns it to 18 points, yeah. then you win. Yeah, I'm really upset about Especially Chark's performance. Especially with Russell Wilson getting me 9.5 points. He was doing great, but their running game and defense is kind of what they're building around right now. He only had 200 yards passing, but they won 17-9. to nine. They, didn't yeah. need, they didn't need him to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm a wee bit concerned about that because I need him to score at least 15. Yep. I might, I mean, all of the, the hype about him being MVP, like I get it at the beginning of the year, but it's slowly declining. And then after watching Lamar Jackson, just put a pounding on the Rams, it's like, it's almost a no brainer of who it's going to be. Yeah. I know. know McCaffrey. I mean, if Russell Wilson gets, you know, to the NFC championship and just destroys people in, in the playoffs, there's, he, he he might, but I guess we'll see. I uh, yeah definitely, Michael. What do you think about our game? I don't care. Okay, <laughs> next game. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. The wrath of Quan Nathan would have lost to pretty much everyone else in the league, but ended up squirting by bald bear fighter. <laughs> I said squirt. I forgot I put oh that in there. Eighty-seven point three to sixty-two point four, ending Jed's hopes of a playoff spot. Thank God. Fuck you, Jed. Praise the Lord. So now I can just sit back and cruise into the playoffs and not have to worry about Jed being there and beating me again for like the third year in a row. <laughs> so, the, yeah, and Jed God. has beaten me twice this year. So he's a, he, so far he is the only person that I think I've lost to. Did I lose to someone else? No, I, I did definitely lost to someone else, but I lost, lost to Nathan. To Nathan, yeah. Me and you so, have both lost to Nathan, and I've lost to you twice. You lost to Jed twice. Yeah, so, so. it's good to have mm. that monkey off my back. Uh, and Jed had his first and second round pick in a bye in the worst possible time possible ever in existence. I mean, Jimmy G still got him 18 points, but... Must be nice. <laughs> the rest of his team, nobody scored over 10 points. Vance Aaron, McDonald got him 0. .6 points. If the, Aaron Jones got him 3.8. Carlos Hyde, 6.7. Aaron Jones getting 3.8 points. San Francisco's unheard defense. Of. It's not unheard of now. Yeah, I heard of it gonna, just a second ago. <laughs> yeah. I need him to step that up next week. Yeah. Greg Zerline was, other than Garoppolo and Marvin Jones... And Darius Slayton, he was the highest scorer on well, the Jed team. Jed had to go get a whole new team. Like, it wasn't just yeah. those two. He, ha- he yeah. has, like, a whole new it's, lineup. Yeah, it's because he, he drafted and didn't pay attention to bye weeks. And his pickups didn't pay attention to bye weeks. So if you look at his, his bench, he's got Mahomes, Kelsey, <clears throat> Kenyon Drake, Christian Kirk, and Kirk Cousins all on his bench, all on bye weeks. Whenever he needed, he needed something. I mean, they... That lost him. Yeah. I mean, if if he wouldn't have, if he would have done it like a little bit differently, of course, you know, you you don't expect Aaron Jones to go out and only get three point eight points, even against San Francisco. You thought maybe ten, he, but they just shut him down. I think what really lost Jed out was when he lost to you when he scored one hundred and forty points. So this, he would still be mathematically in it if it weren't for. I think he scored a high number another week and lost as well. So, but that Probably. that one week where he he scored more than everybody but you, or the last play of 
the last game of yeah, the week. Yeah, exactly. My defense scored a touchdown to, to win the game. That's the one I'm talking about. It's so, so good. If that doesn't happen, <laughs> he can afford this dud, but with with that bad yeah. luck, he can't. He can't. Yep, he's, he's out. There's no way for him to make the playoffs. Nathan, on the other hand, is in the playoffs. And that's, yeah. And has had some questionable performances with 87.3 points, but he's constantly getting these lucky wins. So that's why he's he's got no concern as far as being knocked out of the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean he's he's in the playoffs for like there's no way for him to not be in the playoffs. But I would be very worried if I were him because he's got his team has the potential to put up 150 points. But Saquon Barkley getting seven, Mike Evans getting seven, Odell Beckham Jr. finally showed up. His defense got negative one. Oakland's yeah. defense. Who would have thought against the Jets, 34 to three. That was funny. That was pretty funny. And Baker Mayfield outscored Josh Allen. But he's I'm looking at his bench and they're all single digits except for Baker Mayfield and Seattle's defense. He's got yeah, everyone on his team scored single digits except for Devin Singletary, Odell Beckham Jr., his two quarterbacks and his backup defense. Yep. So, and Will Lutz. Will Lutz, yes, just because <laughs> it's Will Lutz though. Yeah. All right. Yep, Nathan. Nathan beat Jed, and we are we might get him a trophy just for knocking him out of the playoffs. Yeah, he's basically so. the New York Giants <laughs> right now, yeah. beating the Patriots. Thank you, Eli Bonner. It's kind of it's kind of tough with having um, Evans only getting seven points because it's just such a toss up between who's going to get those touchdowns. Chris Godwin. Um, I know, oh my gosh! Like, yeah, this <laughs> one, but nuts. Yeah. But I mean, next but, week it could be Evans getting yeah. those forty points and Godwin getting five. Like, yeah. it's just, but they're both just so good that it, mm-hmm. it's scary. So I mean, this you going into the playoffs that could easily this add twenty twenty five points to that score that could easily push him right back up to what he would need to be winning. Oh so, yeah, and a defense isn't going to get him negative one every week. So you add six points to that. And then you add four or five points to Saquon Barkley's performance, and then he's easily back up in the 12130 range. Yeah. yeah. And he, he can do that any given week, but then he can also do this any given week. Yeah. Which, Trust me, no one knows more than more than yeah. me. <laughs> so he's I think he is the sleeper in the playoffs right now. Cause I put up 120 points every week, no matter what. You have kind of come into your own because you were up and down a lot early. Mm-hmm. But you're hitting at least 115, 120, 130 every week. Nathan, if he has two good weeks, can beat both of us. Yeah. But so it's it depends on his team, though. It it really depends on the matchups. Yeah. That, that, I, I'm excited to see to see what happens. And I don't know if I want to play Nathan first in the playoffs, or if I want to play whoever gets in between Michael and Josh. Or I play whoever and beat them. Yeah. <clears throat> Next game. All right. On to the next one. Michael, I'll let you take the lead on this one after I <coughs> say what I'm going to say. The chosen one, Michael, was saved by Lamar Jackson and the negative five points the Rams defense put up and defeated Team Hairless 106.9 to 97.4, ending Jess's playoff hopes. Bye, Jess. We buried you in the beginning. It makes me feel good that in one <laughs> week, both fleshers fall so hard, uh. so fast. Like what you said in the chat earlier, it it also makes me happy that that trophy will no longer be in the Flesher household. Household? Household. Yeah. No, it's like the, mm. you could say their fleshlight went out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're going to have to get more Harry Potter stuff to put in 
place of where the trophy's at next to their TV. I uh, I was so confident in this win going into um, probably probably at six o'clock that evening. I was just so confident. The four thirty games went into halftime. Uh, Derrick Henry had her like four points. I was like, yes. I legitimately had my phone down for like twenty minutes. <laughs> Picked it back up, and Derrick Henry had scored two touchdowns and ran for, like, over 100 yards within, like, 20 minutes. He scored two he touchdowns nuts. within 17 seconds or something stupid yeah, like that. It was yeah, ridiculous. it was. Yeah, one of them was 70, was a 74-yard <laughs> run, and the next one was, it was, was like, a turnover, and then they handed it right back to him. And yeah, he scored, he scored again. again. Exactly. Yeah, but, that, I mean, that's, that's Derrick Henry. He'll have five points four games in a row, and then he'll have, like, 43 weeks in a row. Yeah. So. Um, no, I, but my saving grace here was Kittle. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh um, yeah, that one touchdown that he had. Yeah, the well, the only touchdown that he had, and it was a, uh, it was about a sixty-five yard, just random yeah. pass. He was just wide open in the middle of the the outfield. Outfield. This isn't baseball. I hate baseball. Good job, Michael. You know what? I'm not on here as much as you guys are. Suck it. <laughs> Cooper Cup did not do really anything, but no one in that game did anything. That was bad. So um, the thing, the funny thing is, is that coming into the game before, uh, before the game, it was what? Let's see, one hundred and two point four to one hundred point four. So you, you needed two points, and then obviously, whenever the defense comes on the field, you get ten you points. Get 10 right points. So you needed twelve points technically if the. Uh, the Rams were able to stop. Yeah. See, that's that isn't what worried me though. I wasn't worried during the game because I knew that it was going to end up like that. And I told everyone in the chat and everything mm-hmm. that they were going to go negative, and I knew that that was going to happen just because Baltimore's been unstoppable. However, mm-hmm. I will also I'll give my credit to two things on my win this week: the Kittle touchdown. I'm glad he's back, um, and the Williams pickup John sniped Williams. him right out from underneath Daniel's nose. I um, tried I to pick him up as well. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got Hines. Yes. And you got Williams. And I tried to get both of them and didn't get either of them. What a pickup. I don't know why points. you didn't get Hines because I I had Williams first and then you obviously had Williams first. And then I did I had Hines third. So I don't know I why. I had other people too. I didn't get, I had, I had like three or four people that I was trying to pick up. You got to set your get, waivers in order. No, I did. And oh. that's, I didn't think Williams was going to be the featured back there. I thought Hines would be. That's why he was first. And oh, okay. Williams was later. So, another, but, but, you know. Another thing on this one contributing my, to my win, San Francisco, my favorite team, really coming through for me. Just putting Green Bay in the dirt with leaving their kicker with zero, zero points. points. That was great. That it was, and, it was fantastic. Uh, Jeff Dr- Jeff Driscoll throwing three interceptions yep. came out last week against Dallas put up almost 30 points came out this week everybody's like pick him up he's gonna be great against Washington nope. guess what he started strong though he really did yep. he went into the halftime with 15 points and ended the game with 12 how's so. about uh how's about Dwayne Haskins missing the final snap of his oh first victory because he's taking a selfie with the fans it's hilarious they yeah they I didn't know that they yeah. went out onto the field <laughs> yeah. to take the victory kneel it, like and they looked around. They're like, "Where's, where's Dwayne Haskins?" They had to put Case Keenum in. There they to put take Case the kneel. Keenum in to take the kneel down. I, as a coach, would, I don't even know. I would flip my lid. Someone yeah, taking absolutely. a selfie in the crowd. I mean, I can understand. It's not college football. It's not over until it's is, over. Oh my gosh, that makes me so mad. 
Driscoll was the right play for her with Matt Stafford out and Kyler Murray on a bye. She just got kind of unlucky on that. Everyone would have played Driscoll. He had two 30-point games. Josh Jacobs with 4.1 points. Big hurt. Tyler Eifert, she's really had tight end struggles all year. The negative five on defense really hurt. She had great games from Michael Thomas and Allen Robinson, both over 20 points. But the difference was definitely if Michael does not get Jonathan Williams off waivers and you or I get him instead, he's starting Bo Scarborough, who got 7.8, or Tariq Cohen, who got 8.9, and he loses. So clutch pickup. And that like was I said a last week, play for me to deciding to play uh, Hunt over Scarborough, which was a four point differential. Oh so yeah, that was a big difference too. But so. that's just another. I mentioned last week where there's a lot of injuries. Marlon Mack mm-hmm. and Michael did his research. We all did our research in this room, but Michael kind of got lucky because he's lower on the waiver wire. But I there's people lower on the waiver wire than you that could have also made that play. So. Research one Michael this game. All right, enough about this game. Next game. All right. Next, Team King Dingus wiped his ass with the turd that is VH Lupa Batman, which seems counterproductive. 130.6 to 109.6, keeping his playoff run alive and forever proving that having an Android is possibly the worst life decision a person could make. It's Listen, true. I, <laughs> I looked at this game. There's no reason why Bruce shouldn't have won this game. Like, this should have been Bruce's game, but Dak Prescott getting him seven points, Montgomery getting him four points. Everyone else had a decent game. You obviously can't count on Julio Jones only getting nine points. If everyone had performed even average, Bruce would have won this game. He he really should have not just been like, oh, it's Dak Prescott. He's been doing well for me and played a matchup. Like, Amari Cooper on my team, he's been doing really well for me. He was on my bench because of the matchup. Like, you know, just because you have a, a top scorer, unless it's McCaffrey, it doesn't matter who the fuck McCaffrey's playing, he's going to get your points. But if you've got a top scoring player, if they're playing the best defense out there, then maybe grab somebody else, you know? Yeah. And that that's really, I mean, it, it could have, if he would have gone out and grabbed a quarterback that got him 20 points and it would have been a lot closer, he still wouldn't have won, but. The scary thing about Josh's team is he had some really bad performances. Aaron Rodgers got him 9.5 points. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley got him 3.4 points. But Mark Ingram went nuts. Chris Godwin went nuts. Uh, DJ Moore DJ Moore, DJ Moore had the highest point. You couldn't have anticipated that. He got mm-hmm. double his highest points this yeah. season, actually. But even Jameis Winston on his bench outscored Aaron Rodgers by 15. Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley... Got 16.6, and Tyler Boyd also got 16.6. So Cole Beasley's sneaky because he's actually in the last, I think in the last, I think, yeah, I have it up here. In the last six games, he scored touchdowns in four of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's becoming a more viable target in the Bills' offense. But if Josh starts his optimum lineup, he might hit 170. I'm not doing the math right now, but that's just going to beat the crap out of everybody Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. And he's in the playoffs right now because – Here's the thing, tr- though. Yeah. It's, we talked about this already. You know, Chris Godwin can't be trusted. Well, because yeah. Mike Evans very easily could get him all the next week. David Johnson can't be trusted. Baltimore's defense also can't be trusted to pull 12 points every week. That's sure, true. a good six or seven, maybe. And then, obviously, Matt Prater. 10 feels like a low week for Matt Prater, honestly. 
So <laughs> I mean, he did miss a field goal. So, but Aaron Rodgers also, as a as a whole, not been a great fantasy quarterback. Well, trust me, I know about not great fantasy quarterbacks. He's, <laughs> he's stuck in the position where do you play Aaron Rodgers or do you play Jameis Winston? Who is Aaron Rodgers is going to get you ten points, even if even if he has a bad week, he got him ten points, round up nine point five. But Jameis Winston's either going to get you negative four or 24 so and they were playing against that surging atlanta defense exactly that, that really shut down drew Brees. yeah i don't know Jameis winston feels like the right call Jameis winston this season is averaging 18.3 points a game while aaron Rodgers is only averaging slow aspn app pending um yeah this sucks I feel it. No, yeah, I, mean, I agree with you. Jameis Winston's only had one game under 10 points, and that was the first game of the year against San Francisco. I'm just saying. 17.9. So, if so. he comes out and scores 130.6 points next week, have you ever scored that many points? Shut up. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> he beats. He, I, I beat him. I would have beat is, him this week by. This is my week. All right. We'll get to that later. Well, I'm just saying. I would have beat him by <laughs> 0.3 points this week. He outscored everybody else. And that was without his optimal optimal lineup. So if he scores 170 next week, he's going to smack you, and then he's going to smack me in the first round of playoffs, and then same thing to Daniel or Nathan or whoever he goes on to face. So Josh's team is looking scary right I'm now. I'm not giving the trophy to someone who can't make time for this show. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, Josh. Don't worry. He's not going to hear it. I bet, <laughs> I bet your KDR is great. <laughs> Probably isn't. Probably he just not. talks about how good it is. Yeah. Brown sugar cinnamon is the best pop tart. You take no, your, no, no, no. Yeah, shut up. You That's can take wrong. That's your false. blueberry or strawberry, or whatever. Blueberry you Blueberry elite pop tart. Throw it in the river. So after after I'd we get to the it. last game, that's this week's category is everybody as a flavor of pop tart. Oh my I'm gosh! Ready. I'm ready. Right. Okay, so the final game. I'm more excited about what flavor pop tart I am than this last game. Mind Flare Bonner knocked injured reserve almost completely out of the consolation bracket there's more to care about in this game between these two than there was about some of the other games this week though eh, i mean just the fact that she like I, I don't think roger can make the consolation bracket now he's got to play against that, me next that's week. what i mean i mean yeah. that's a, her winning this britney winning this game put her in running for that spot yeah and that's important because i think britney learned a valuable lesson this from the draft this year is don't pick Juju Smith-Schuster first. Don't pick. You need to pick an elite tier player. <laughs> yeah, Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster is good. It was a and, risk. And, it was a, yeah, it didn't, yeah, way bigger of a risk than you can afford to take in your first round. I agree. Now so. I think Juju was a second round pick. Yeah, he would, which was he still high. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I probably would have taken him in the second round. But that's when when I go when I make my first round pick, I especially my first round pick. I would rather take someone that is kind of safe, I guess. I would rather have someone that would score, will score me 15 points every week than uh, someone that could potentially score me 40 points one week, but then complete dud the next week. That's mm-hmm. why I stay away from quarterbacks in the first round. Jed. That's why I yep. don't like taking receivers in the first round. Mm-hmm. But where she was, all the running backs were gone. So I, I don't know which receiver she could have taken. I think... She took Juju before DeAndre Hopkins. I would have to look that up. No, because yeah. Roger took DeAndre Hopkins. That's true. First. That is true. Oh, really? So, yep. but as far as a receiver in the first round goes, Juju 
like I said, you, you can't predict Roethlisberger going out. Oh, for sure. And that can make a huge difference. My, my point in saying that is she now is understanding the importance of that first-round draft pick. Yeah. And now she has something to fight for. Do I think she'll win? Probably not because it's a, it's a tough matchup. Jed was putting up 130, 140-point games. Yeah. So well, just, just look at the league. I had Nathan had first pick. I had second pick. Just I had third pick. One, two, and three. Yeah. I mean, you had fourth pick, so you yep. suck it, Josh. Coming for you. <laughs> so I mean, you know that each of us have had a constant on our team. Maybe Nathan, not Nathan's first round draft pick has not really played off or played out to you no, know his right. potential. Um, and I honestly, like away in week two, Kamara, so. Kamara has not <laughs> been great. No, but, but the he fact has that, not been as astronomically poor of a fantasy player as Juju has. But the fact that you got Kamara and then you get to you're you're more involved with Kamara and what's going on with him, so you know like okay I'm going to take his backup because Kamara's not been doing too well and yeah. that's proven really well for you. Yeah, so, so that's that was my insurance policy and he even scored double digits this week, so he might be a flex play going forward because they're using him a lot. Mm-hmm. They use everybody in that offense, and then Michael took his pick of Todd Gurley and turned that into Ezekiel Elliott. So that. I mean, he, if if Elliot was not holding out at that point, that's 100% who he would have taken. That's probably who you would have taken. And then I would have taken McCaffrey. You may have taken Kamara. But it didn't shake out that way. Mm-hmm. You kind of lucked out that Elliot was no, I don't think out. that I would have taken Elliot first overall. Not, 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 not the second pick. Are you I don't sure? think, yeah. I don't know. I feel like... Because even, even with him holding out at that point, he was still like number four or number five like overall. And I was... Because I... Whenever, Every, everyone knew months back. before that, before he even started holding out, whenever I was going over everything, and I was like, "It's you know, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, a top three. Like Elliot was like number four, number five, but right there, and that, that's what I was looking at, and I'm I made the right choice. You did. So I, you got the MVP. The so, fans, no, I think he's I, put up plenty. He's, he's I said in the line. beginning, I, I wouldn't have cared what the lineup was like. He could have been fifth in the in the pick. I would have taken McCaffrey round one. Oh, first I, pick yeah, I think I would time. have too. I, I don't know what I'm going to do next season because, of course, how many... Even if you lose the playoffs, you will not be anywhere near the top for picks. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying as far as first overall pick goes, the Giants might take an offensive lineman in their first five, their top five picks. So they might... Yep, Saquon Barkley's yeah. worth could go from twentieth running back to first again. Yeah, like it's so it's, it's, it's it's hard to tell. Like, I mean, look it's at, hard to look predict at, as of right now. Look at Dalvin Cook though. Like he, I got him in like the the. I think I got him in the third or the fourth round. You got yeah. him. I took Chubb, and, and you got him in the swing back and forth between Chubb, also a great second, yeah. yeah, and L- Lamar Jackson. I picked up Matt Ryan, and then like the next <laughs> round or the round after, I got Lamar Jackson. So it's it year to year. You can't. Yeah, I love you how their predict. game was so inconsequential that we're just talking about the draft. Oh, well, exactly. I, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of with everybody. Mm. This is like their official burial. Uh, be, you and Josh are the only ones left standing. Daniel, Nathan, and I are all locks in the playoffs. So I, yeah. I think it's okay to emphasize the draft because no, I just like because a, it plays like a big said, part into Lamar Jackson was a risk because. This is his but second not, season. Not that late, and I mean, well, I mean, I, I picked him up late. I picked him up in like the eighth well, round. There's not a like risk that. with when you already have Matt Ryan. Yeah, so I was like, Kyler Murray other... was a risk for Jess, and he almost led her back to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And 
Josh Jacobs was a risk for her. He almost led her to the playoffs. He had a bad week. Yeah, I think, uh, I but, think Roger learned a lot this year, too, for fantasy because obviously his team was injury-ridden, and that's what really hurt he him. He made some great moves, though. He did, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think that this has also been a, a learning point for him as well. Also, he's going to be high in the draft pick next year. He's going to be – he finished last, right? This is, he finished – uh, is it Bruce? Bruce is last Bruce right is now. Last. So Bruce will go in. He will slide in at number two pick. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Because so. well, still they play each other yeah, in the consolation of the consolation. But there's st- mm. the thing is, is that um, Roger is um, four and eight. And if he wins, if he beats me next week, and then one of the other five and seven teams loses, it's based on points, he could be pushed up and won't play the bottom of the bottom. That's true. So that's why he's he's almost out of that consolation. Bruce is definitely out of the consolation. He's only got three wins, um, but he's the only one. Everybody else that's at five and seven right now can still, and, and Roger can still make that consolation because mm-hmm. if he beats me next week and then one of the other five and seven loses, if he's got more points than them, he could be up there. So speaking there's, of there's a chance next year, of mm. course, everybody listening to this podcast. So I guess not Josh, but uh, <laughs> we I'm thinking of ideas like an injury reserve spot on the yes, roster. Please. Maybe implementing that. These are just ideas throwing out. And then the waiver wire, you can set it to where it rotates and it's not based off of Daniel's the number one team. He gets the last pick. So it would just be he would get the last pick this week. He would get the ninth pick the next week, the eighth pick the week after that, and it rolls like that. So in a week where he might want Jonathan Williams because Marlon Mack got hurt, he might have a better chance of getting him. So I think that's yeah, it, I, that's it, something that we should at least talk about. Yeah, but, I think it should be a, a snake. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, but deal. that's – Just it, because it, it sucks if you're at the top. It's like you know you're not going to get any of the players that you want because if everybody's out there and they know that you need somebody because yeah. one of your running backs goes down – then everybody's going to go get him, whether or not they need him or not, just to keep you from getting him. But if it's a snake, I, instead of being last every week, if I'm in first, there's a potential I could be second or fourth or fifth, and it'll. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but half the, half the people, yeah, <laughs> half the people in this league right now are thinking, I need to make the draft work next year. So that's, I think it's good we emphasize that. My winner of this week, oh, is we're we not doing pop parts first. No, let's let's pick a winner and then we'll talk about the losers. You know what I mean? Because the rest of everyone in this league is a loser. True, that's fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. go ahead. So right. my winner of this week is Michael because I think he, it's the first time I've gotten one of those. No, <laughs> you needed to win. You got lucky, but you won. <laughs> yeah. And W's a W. And you've done that all year, and in doing Rude. so, you go up against Josh next week. Josh would have been my winner, but one, he didn't come on the episode tonight. Two, he had a lot of points on his bench. And if Chris, if Mike Evans gets those catches instead of Chris Godwin and DJ Moore doesn't double his points and Mark Ingram doesn't just absolutely crush the – like if the Ravens don't crush the, the Rams' defense, then – He's not scoring 130 points, and he's made some bad decisions, and he might be out of contention. So I'm counting on him riding high on Ingram I will, this coming week because I think that that could be huge because they have already 49ers have already proven that they do not allow points. Aaron Jones, three points. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, you know, 
with Doink the Ravens and Aaron run the ball completely different than the Packers, though. It's true. They, I don't know if you watched the game last night. They run it like it's like he ran. He he took off forty yards back and is running at full speed as soon as he hits that line. It's right. It's but, brutal but, how but, he runs uh, the ball. What's his face? Mark Ingram's half of his points, over half of his points, were passes, not runs. yeah. He yeah. did. So. But that's a big part of their and game. He also has Stefan so. Diggs on his bench, which if he wasn't on a bye this week, then he might start him over more, which that's I mean, true. is true. And he doesn't get that big game from him. So guess we'll see. I mm-hmm. trust y- your bench didn't do much. I trust your managerial decisions more than Josh's. I mean, Josh might still get lucky and win, but that's why you're my winner of the week. My loser of the week is the Flesher household. I'm going to pick Tater because. Poor guy. <laughs> they are going to go home and just probably take out their anger on that poor dog. And that's the no, only dog that Wilbur. I actually know. <laughs> yeah, okay, definitely Wilbur. I was going to say, I picked Fuck Tater that because dog. that's the only dog's name that I know. So, Wilbur, uh, you're my loser of this week because they're probably going to forget to feed you. They're going to leave you out in the cold. I'm just kidding. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, whoever takes care of the animals, what's that organization? Josh. <laughs> hey Josh True. Josh if you're listening to this podcast he's not uh, brown sugar cinnamon are better go ahead I've got three winners and three losers oh man Michael and Josh winners because they needed these wins yeah. to keep themselves in the playoff contention Nathan is also up there in the winner because he took Jet out and in my heart he's a winner nice. so <laughs> took Jet out of the playoff spot um, okay losers uh, same as you Jed Jess and Roger. Roger. <laughs> Roger, well, it's because he lost and he loses. If he loses next week, he's not going to make the consolation bracket. Even if he wins next week, he might still not yeah. make the consolation bracket. So he needed that win to, because he was talking big, like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm on a roll. I'm going to get to that consolation bracket. I'm going to win it. LOL. And he's. <laughs> Not really on that roll anymore. So, and for obvious reasons, Jed and Jess were both really close, and they both lost. That's what happens, Jed. Whenever you're trying to run two teams at once. So, Ouch. Ouch! Better luck next year. I beat you twice this year, and I don't care if I win. And that makes me happy that you're <laughs> not in the playoffs. All right, Michael. Uh, my winner is Jed. Wait, I have an announcement. I'm sorry. Josh just texted us and said I'm probably not coming. Okay, thanks, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I had already texted him back. It's like we've been recording for over 30 minutes, so. Go ahead, proceed. Uh, my winner is Jed because he didn't win, and he's a winner in my heart because I hate him, <laughs> and I like seeing him not win. <laughs> um, Suck it, Jed. My loser is also Jed because <laughs> have you seen him? <laughs> he's bald and blind and almost just physically and mentally handicapped in every way. Before the age of 29. It's a shame. Also, That's... Jess, because she married that idiot. <laughs> Can't wait to get the trophy back. You. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get it, and we're actually going to update the plaques on that thing. Yeah. Speaking of which, That's, we need so to So the that. only reason I haven't updated the plaques on it is because I have no idea where to go to do it. I thought that website did it still. And they're like I have messaged $2. them like four times, and yeah. they've never messaged me back. If you're there's out gotta there. There's got to be a trophy. There's a, there's a trophy place around here. And I'm sure that they can get they because there's there's, there's plaques port. there's plaques on it, isn't there? Yeah, they just take yeah, them off and they just engrave them. them. Yep. So if you just find a place that does engravings, this is a this is a local talent podcast. If you know of a place <laughs> out there that can <laughs> engrave, 
hit us up. Yeah. Let us know. And you know what? We'll plug you on the show. Yeah. Hey. There you go. I will plug you on the show. <laughs> Great. Now they're not going to get a hold of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Jed is definitely the ones that don't have anything on them. No icing. No icing, nothing. Because look at him. Yeah. He's fucking useless. Who eats those? <laughs> he's not even as good as a fucking toaster strudel. He's like, a where you can put your one. own icing on it. No. He's just a plain hey, hey, fucking... Hey, toaster strudels do not, he's not ever even... compare no, 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 Jed no, 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 to no. something as amazing No, no, as I'm saying he's not even that. He's Jed is the off-brand fucking dollar store frostingless Pop-Tart. Gluten-free. Gluten-free, frostingless <laughs> Pop-Tart. Actually, no, probably not because typically the gluten-free stuff is better. Huh. They're just Stay more true. expensive. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that that yeah, he's a... He's, uh, He's the pop tart, and you kind of like dropped it on the ground, and it's got a little bit of dirt on it. You know, yeah, that's yeah. All right, uh, <laughs> I am going to make Brittany the brown sugar cinnamon because she is the best. Uh, I know. Uh, you, I don't understand why you hate Brittany, but I, <laughs> I, those pop tarts are the worst. You don't like brown sugar cinnamon? No, they're the best. No, they're not. They're not the best. They're <sighs> absolutely not the best. You guys are weird. Uh, Josh is the family pack. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's he's literally like eaten so many pop tarts that he is just all of the flavors combined. You know what Roger is? Roger is the kind of pop tart where it's like a seasonal pop tart, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna try that pumpkin pop tart, and you pick it up and you take a bite, and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I get this pumpkin pop tart? It's terrible. And they sit in your your yeah, and they just sit there in the cabinet <laughs> and, and until you wear Josh over until you're too drunk and you're like, I want to try one of these pop tarts. You bite into it, and there's just spiders it's, or something. Yeah. Josh is actually, uh, in my opinion, Josh is the box of pop tarts that you buy at Walmart, and then you get it home and you open it up, and it's completely empty. Oh yeah, it's got like because he has missing. no substance, <laughs> just like his Coke flavor. I mean, no one, everyone on the show. Doesn't even know he exists. Listener, no. Josh might not exist. It's Trust true. me, I wish I had that, that mentality. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan, we'd have is a lot like, more chairs that way, <laughs> right? Nathan's one of those chocolate flavored pop tarts where you take one bite and you're like, "This is pretty good," and then you take a second bite and you're like, "Oh, this is too much," and you take that third bite and you puke. <laughs> That's Nathan. Great in small doses, but if you just. You, you don't need a two-pack. You, you don't even need a full Pop-Tart. You just need one bite, and you're set for Nathan. All right, so we're halfway through. We've got Jed, Brittany, Josh, Roger, Nathan. He what did you said, say Brittany was? I said Brittany's brown sugar cinnamon because that's my favorite Pop-Tart. Yeah. What do you think? What's your favorite Pop-Tart? I had something, but I'm definitely not going to say that out loud. Was it Toaster Strudel because you get to put your own icing on it? <laughs> it's okay. They're married. Oh, it's gosh. okay in God's eyes. Oh, no. No. Um, Daniel is a Pop-Tart that you take it, and the packaging has been opened by someone else. Yeah. So it's just old and disgusting and moldy. And And you don't have a toaster, so you have to microwave it? No, you just eat it anyway because it's a Pop-Tart. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And usually you you knew you were going to be let down anyway. So your expectations were just tampered going in. <laughs> so it wasn't nearly as bad as he thought it was going to be. I'm so glad I put the noose up before this. <laughs> just go home and jump right you're, in that thing. You're like the Pop-Tart where you open it up and it's just like sawdust in the, in the Pop-Tart. It's so old. It's yeah. just like... <laughs> it just falls and crumples in your hand and then you take a bite out of the middle and it's somehow hard as a rock. <laughs> and you're just like, shoot. So you take a hammer, you break it up a little bit, and you sprinkle it on some ice cream and make the best out of it. And 
you haven't found your ice cream in life yet because you're lonely. Jess is uh, Pop-Tart cereal. Okay. Because she's bite-sized. Yeah. And um, it's better re- with milk. It, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's it's <laughs> all it's all right. <laughs> but then it's definitely degraded by the fact that it's so much better than its counterpart, aka her husband. Yeah. That it's just like, oh god, I, why do I waste my money on this? It's like you pour the cereal into the bowl and go into the fridge to get the milk, and all you've got is Sunny Delight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jess and Jed are like together. It's Big Sunny sad. Delight into Pop Tart. Brittany to cereal. me is the you know remember like I don't know we might have been in like the fifth grade. I mean Daniel probably only 120 years old at that point yeah. in time. Um, like the Wildberry Pop Tart that's like purple, I do like, like the bl- light blue like wavy. Streak I think they on still it. make that. Yeah, that's yep. that's pretty. That's what Brittany is to me because uh, when you bite into it, it hurts your teeth. <laughs> and <laughs> And you think it's going to be sweet, but she's just evil and save me. Do, do you, oh, man. So we've got... When we, you were we, making Sloan, did you bite into Brittany and hurt your teeth? <laughs> that is confidential information. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Who got left? You two and Bruce. All right. Bruce oh, is Bruce. like Bruce a is, rice cake. No, Bruce is Bruce like... Bruce is a rice cake. No, Bruce is one of those uh, Nature Valley... Uh, Nutri-grain bars. Nutri-grain yeah. bars where you open it up and it's just always just a fucking mess. Yeah. Yeah, that's Bruce. Yeah. No, I, I He's agree. not even Pop-Tart. Rice really. cake. <laughs> it's a rice cake when you don't even have, like, peanut butter. Yeah. He's like rain uh, on a good hair day. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Josiah. What am I? I don't want to make myself. I'm a cold Pop-Tart. Yeah, you're just you're just like a this, cold you're a cold fruit pop tart because yeah. you're old reliable. You could just go to the fridge, you could grab it. You're consistent in fancy football. You're a consistent flavor that's always good. Um, and, but also, whenever you you expect it, you go and you heat it up. Your edges are burnt and crispy, and you're just like this and chuck it in the trash <laughs> yeah. can. Yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> and go and get another one. <clears throat> yeah, I can take I can take a good like strawberry blueberry like. I guess since I don't have a brown sugar cinnamon pop tart, I guess I'll eat this one. But you know, I don't even get that terrorist. I don't, and I am obviously butter on a pop tart because it's so <laughs> freaking good. Oh man! <laughs> oh, did we not make? Oh, I've never had that. Like, I haven't either. I just watch Family Guy sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are the pop tart that you put in the toaster, and then you go and start to do something. And then the toaster doesn't pop back up, and then it catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. yes. And you're like, it's literally like my. And it was your last morning. fucking pop tart, the last one, and your last toaster as well. And you know what? Your last house because it burnt down, and you're just. <sighs> I got mad at my toaster the other day and threw it in the trash can. Huh? What did your toaster do to you? It was really dirty. <laughs> so you didn't clean it? No, I got mad at it because it's my fault. And obviously, I'm not accepting blame for that. So I threw it so away. Because th- <laughs> by that logic, you would have just thrown yourself away. I got married. It should have been. <laughs> fair, fair. Fair, fair. I clean the toilets. She cleans the kitchen. All right. You that's a, also, that's a, honestly, that's a fair with, with five kids or four kids, three, three kids that you can use the toilet. And then that's know. why the toilets are always full in this house. Yeah. Michael cleans them. 
You also got to account for the studio toilet, which probably gets more abuse than any of the toilets that upstairs. That's so true. Big facts. Especially since Michael will use this one because it's a lot more. It's the only bathroom in the house with ample leg room. I go, I come down here when I'm when we're watching oh, yeah. football. I come down. Oh, yeah, here you'll disappear out. forever down here, dude. I'll I'll come and watch TV down here to watch the Steelers game while yeah. you guys are watching the Cowboys game or something. Studio yeah. is a great space. You can rent it for twenty five dollars an hour. Hey. <laughs> All proceeds go to Daniel's News Fund. You don't even have, have to record a podcast. You can just sit here and watch TV. We've got cable. Big true. It's like it's it's like most of you going to local shows where you pay five dollars to get in, but you sit at the bar and don't watch the bands. You can do it here. Yeah. Except for there's no crazy music in the background, just a howling dog. Bring if you want, beer. I'll sing. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, don't don't turn nice. on the air conditioner or heater without permission. Yes. Also true. Or while you're recording. Yikes. Unless you have fab filter. Do we have anything else to talk about? Yeah. League standings and playoff brackets. Oh, man. All right. So we'll just run down the top five here because the rest of them don't matter. Number one, Hover Around Genocide in first place at nine and three. Number two, The Wrath of Quan at eight and four. Number three, Unsolicited Dak Picks at nine and three because of points. I'm still beating Josiah by 40... Five points. If I would have started Jarvis Landry instead if you of Cortland Sutton, like I probably should have, I would have been plus 25 points at least, and I would only be down by Just 20. a few. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then tied for fourth place, we've got Team King Dingus, six and six, and the chosen one, Michael, at six and six. Now... The rest of them don't matter. They're all eliminated. Yep. We'll talk about the consolation bracket in its own episode. Yep. Once we get to the playoffs. So the playoff bracket right now, if it were to end today, I would be playing against Josh, and Josiah would be playing against Nathan, and Michael would be playing against Jed in the consolation ladder. So Michael... Josh has the tiebreaker right now. No. Josh has... Like a hundred more points. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. what I mean. He has the tiebreaker right now between him and Michael, but mm-hmm. they're playing each other, yeah. so that doesn't matter. Yeah, thank God. Unless they tie. So, Crap. <laughs> team funeral moment of silence. Anything like that? Obviously, Jed, Jess, and Brittany are now officially out of the playoffs. Um, Can we bury Brittany in her own grave? Because uh, I don't want to have to dig up the other two. Yeah. Why we, are you digging up a grave? It's sh- <laughs> <laughs> <That's> disgusting. <laughs> We can put Brittany. She has her own mausoleum. Ma- That's fine. She, she, she's got like a pyramid. Yeah, yeah, she she made a good comeback, but just couldn't 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 finish it off. Big true. She did have a very tough schedule at the end of the the last with three all games. the bye weeks right down the stretch. Yeah, too. she had to play me. She had to play me. You. Yeah. And then she played Roger, and then now she's out. Even though she beat Roger. Oh, Come yes. on, consolation bracket. All right. Can't stress <clears throat> enough how much I love putting Jed and Jess in the grave together. Dude, At least you so died nice. together. Figuratively, we didn't actually kill you. But D&D kind of has all kinds of deaths in it. If you just want to <laughs> flip over that podcast, you can listen to Jed get tortured there. Okay. Yes, and join the Discord because a lot more of it happens there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get on to next week's matchups. Oh, God, I almost pulled off my headphones. Um, At the top here... I have Hover Around Genocide, myself taking on Roger, Injured Reserve. This is a replay of an earlier game where I also just went off and destroyed him. 
right now it's projected at 126.1 to 109.8 as we know i've been putting up close to my projections and roger is getting about 30 points less than his projections so i hate that you're playing roger for your last week (laughs) i pick you to win and pick you handily this is only important to whether or not you are the first seed or if i win and you lose you are the third, third seed, seed. Yep. so it all th- this just this next week for me and josiah just really kind of it, it just whoever wins or if if you beat me in points it's all about who we play in the playoffs yeah so so that's that's completely what this is about <clears throat> and I don't think we need to really break it down as closely as we have in weeks no. past just because you're projected to win by over 20 points, and that's if Roger even has a team show up, which yeah. he often doesn't. And it's, it's, like, it's like the last game of the season, knowing that your, your team is already secured a playoff spot. It's yeah. just pointless. Like I might put in all my backups just to see how they do. Just like they do in the regular season, like I'll throw Matt Ryan in there, see how he does. Ah, man, you want to go for that seed? It's like you always do. Great, (laughs) but do I? Do I want to lose on purpose so I don't have to play you or Josh, and I guaranteed to play Nathan, who hasn't been doing too well? Or do I win big and know that I've got to play the toughest team heading into the playoffs? I've thought about this because I'm playing Jess. And it's not that far-fetched that she could she, beat she me. She could beat you, <laughs> yeah. And I would be guaranteed to play Nathan. Mm-hmm. Or if I win and you lose or I outscore you, then I would be either playing Josh or Michael, who, I mean... Has Isn't been that scary, though? Because you don't know which... That's what I mean. Out, I'd rather play Michael than I'd, Josh. <laughs> I'd rather play you just because of how well Josh's team has been doing, and I'd rather play Nathan than either of you. But also, I am a firm believer that if I tank this game on purpose... In order to play Nathan, I am guaranteed lose. to lose. Yeah. So I will not do that. Mm. And I mean, I know I kind of we skipped from my game to your game, but we are no, in the yeah. same situation yeah. where I'm playing Jess, you're playing Roger. It's more likely that Jess's team just comes out and actually and straight beats up you. beats me. There but, was a t- Roger's team has done that too. Yeah, he put up 150 points a few weeks ago. Whenever but, he was all high and mighty, then he started putting mm-hmm. up either way ducks here. The there. story <laughs> behind these two games is next week when we come well, and sit down and see who when we talk about yeah, that next week. Your, your team, your 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 game is next, so Be, we can just knock them both out. Yeah, I, I just did. So yeah. And right now, you're projected to win 121.5 over her 114.2. But like you said, I mean, she's got Kyler Murray. She's got Michael Thomas. You know, Kyler Murray's coming off his bye. If she start, if she put Kyler Murray in, <clears throat> she would only be projected to lose by a total of four points. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, yeah, then she puts Hunter Henry in over Tyler Eifert. She's projected to beat me. Just straight up beat me. So this – I. What I'm looking for in this game, Russell Wilson to get back on track and nobody to get hurt. That's all I care about because even if DeAndre Hopkins is facing New England, Thielen is facing Seattle, I've got some stiff matchups, but I've also got some easy ones. I don't really care. I just I want to make it out healthy. I want mm-hmm. to see my team do well. Next yes. game. Let's go ahead and um, – Bruce. 
Yeah, um, let's just, the next two games, we got Bruce versus Nathan, VH Loop of Batman versus Nathan The Wrath of Quan. will I mean, be the third seed whether he wins or loses. Yeah, it's the same same. Bruce deal. will be the tenth seed whether he wins or loses. Um, and then after that, we've got Bald Bear Fighter and, and Brittany. I mean, none of these games, like, now that we're you know, locked into the playoffs, like these teams that are at the bottom, like we'll get, we'll get to those like later. I'm um, not sure 100%, but if Brittany loses to Jed this week, is there any chance that Roger could jump her? And that, that would be the importance between Jed and Brittany. I don't know the math behind that. She has one more win than Roger, at least. Um, if, Ooh, depending on the points, Roger's only like, if, uh, if, so if Brittany Roger loses you, yeah. and Roger wins, they're only nine points apart. Okay, so, so that's the importance of yeah. that game between Jed and Brittany. So yeah, Roger needs to put up the points, and Brittany needs if 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 Brittany loses, Roger needs just nine more points, and he would be on top of Brittany um, for the con- the consolation um, bracket, and that would put Brittany down into the bottom two. Yeah, and which she would be guaranteed so, well, to get at yeah. least the second or third pick. But if you have a chance at the first pick, unless somebody else, well, no, because everybody else is at least a hundred points ahead of her. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. <clears throat> All right. So to the game of the week, the feature game, the one that Tony Romo will be calling, Josh, Team King Dingus versus Michael, the Chosen One. Josh, what do you think about this game? I can almost guarantee you that if he was here, his input would have been less valuable than that. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> he Michael would have just squirmed in his chair and broke another one. All right, <clears throat> Michael, what do you think about this game? This is this is it for you. Is Jacoby Brissett going to do it for you? I have put in a waiver claim for a new quarterback. Okay. I don't. I don't think I won't get this quarterback though. Is it Ryan Tannehill? Who's just been going crazy? He has been doing well. There's some. There's he's a, put up a, a shitload of points. <laughs> he's done so well. But no, I, I agree. Your quarterback is your weakest position. Mm-hmm. So that's smart of you, especially with Aaron Rodgers on Josh's team going against the Giants. I yeah, yep. Aaron yeah. Rodgers could potentially do well, and then also Jameis Winston versus Jacksonville, who have not been doing great, especially after they traded their best cornerback away. So as far as matchup goes go right now, Aaron Rodgers, I think, scores more points than Jacoby Brissett. Oh, yeah. So that's maybe, interesting. Maybe. I've been, maybe. I've been looking at this a lot, actually. So I think that the um, – I think Josh a lot if, – if everything is as it is right now in the app, which are some changes I'm sure will happen, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers outscores Brissett. I think Ingram uh, – I actually think Elliott will probably outscore Ingram this week. Yeah, um, against San Francisco's defense, yeah. Buffalo I, is a stiff matchup, though. The Todd yeah, but Gurley, their, their run defense isn't the greatest. Yeah. And, the, yeah. The Todd Gurley-Melvin uh, Gordon matchup kind of kind of scares me because uh, Melvin Gordon's going up against Denver. So here's the thing. Denver's so up and down that it, you just can't really tell what's going on there. Yeah. And they're playing in Denver, which so. is always bad for – it's just a – the high altitude is tough on players sometimes. So this is also interesting because you drafted Todd Gurley, he drafted Ezekiel Elliott, he also drafted Melvin Gordon. So your two starting running backs right now were on his team at one point. Well, they need them to show up and show that they're better. Michael Gallup versus Buffalo could be big for you because um, their top corner is going to be on Cooper. 
Yeah, he already he already pulled Diggs back onto his lineup, so he's obviously paying attention. Um, mm-hmm. You know, DJ Moore. I don't really trust that. I, I had, mm. you know, he it's might Washington. get he might get a few more targets, but obviously, there's. I think against um, against Washington, that I think McCaffrey's going to see the majority of the workload there. So I think praise be to McCaffrey. Between the receivers, I think bench him this week. He <laughs> he has the advantage. And you also have the decision to make, do I start Keenan Allen? Do I start Cooper Cup? Do I start Michael Gallup? Who out of those three, or even A.J. Green potentially coming back, do you take that risk? So you have two. I I think you start the flex position with a running back, but the two receivers that you have a decision to make, which, which two do you start out of the four potential people now that now that cooks is back and robert woods isn't taking a family day a personal day that's that's (laughs) true it leaves cooper cup open more and against arizona is patrick peterson out for the season because i know he got hurt a few weeks back but i don't he's he's been one of those guys that's just kind of disappeared this year with injury and kind of just not wanting to waste himself Mm -hmm. i guess because he He's one of those that wanted to be traded yeah. as far as rumors go, but I I don't think Peterson's covering Cooper Cup exclusively. Probably just, not, but just because of the weapons they have in that yeah. offense. Yeah, but with Reynolds and Cooks and mm-hmm. Woods, Cooper Cup could see it, yeah, he yeah, could I'm have ba- he could have a forty point game. game. Yeah, he he could. But it's really it's hard to tell. I think this game is going to be decided by the running backs that really do. And also the Godwin situation, you know, if, if he has another 30 or 40 point game, You're that's going to, yeah. yeah, that's definitively going to shove me in the dirt. I think Stefan Diggs will look to make a big comeback. So that's something I got to be worried about. Defense has been playing pretty well. I mean, yeah, they played against Philly last week, but they've actually been, you know, They've been better than they were earlier in the year. So I do think I'll have them on defense though, because I don't think, you know, I don't think San Francisco's offense is very strong, but they don't turn the ball over a lot. So um Garoppolo is getting a lot better about his short passing game, not taking those big risks and especially near the, the closeouts of the games when well not that and he's the goal had line to where he's been throwing a lot of interceptions this year in the red zone. Yeah, they've I mean they, they have stepped up their running game and the offensive line is really put up. So I, I'm confident in that matchup, my defense versus his defense. Um and you know the kickers it is what it is. Um so yeah, yeah I'm I'm have, I'm watching the the Keenan Allen Michael Gallup situation pretty closely. Yeah. And then your so. your biggest advantage normally is Giovanni Kittle versus whichever <laughs> tight end that they start. But Kittle versus Baltimore or Waller versus Kansas City, I feel like that diminishes your advantage. You're probably still going to outscore him, but it's not inconceivable. I mean, who knows? The Jets just absolutely crushed See, well, that's, the that's Raiders. That's the thing about this, this tight end position is, you know, Waller is a very good tight end, and a lot of his catches yeah. stay within that tight end spot. Kittle often pulls the the uh, the Gronkowski yeah. and rolls out as a wide receiver, which every time he does, that has been how many touchdowns does Kittle have this year? Let me see here. He has a he, ton. He has one. Yeah, he only has three, actually. He's had more than that called back for penalties. Though. That's that but is true. Point being is that I think uh, the one in the Arizona, or sorry, the Cleveland game and the one in the Green Bay game, both of those were wide out. So. 
catching the, those in the in the near the end zone when they're they're thirty forty yards back. The nice thing about um, the fact that he's got Darren Waller is that if Kansas City comes out and destroys them like the Jets do, John Gruden just benches all of his starters. That's what he did last week. He yeah. benched Josh Jacobs. He benched Derek Carr. Everybody, all of his starters. He just benched them. He's like. Live to fight another day. Don't want any don't unnecessary I, injuries. But I'm not saying it's going to happen. That game, but I mean, Oakland, Kansas City, it's that's a, a huge, big rivalry. It is. So. Yeah. But the fact that Kansas City had a bye, they're a game up, and Kansas or Raiders needed that win to, huh. to like, I mean, this this game is a big game, and it's, you know, it's, it's played in Kansas City at but Arrowhead. Normally, so. when you have Kittle, you're plus 10 in the tight end position. In this game, with your defensive matchup, I think you're probably more like a plus five in the tight end position. Uh, your flex position, Stefan Diggs facing Seattle. I mean, of course, Diggs can go off and do whatever he wants any game. But you have Williams versus Tennessee, who... Tennessee's got a pretty sneaky good defense. They do have a good defense. But also, if Williams is getting the touches, then he... I feel like he's a solid 10-point play there, which mm. is all you need from your flex position. The New England versus Baltimore matchup is interesting because Houston... Houston's been kind of on a decline. Houston, like, yeah, they won last sure. week, but they, they're they they not playing where they how they've typically been playing. Well, they have come out in a few weeks. They've come out a couple weeks and absolutely look like the best team in the NFL offensively, unstoppable. And then they'll come out the next week... And you think, oh my goodness, this is this is bad. Like they're they're really struggling. Their offensive line is terrible. Uh, they they don't have enough time. They have too many injured receivers. Do they have a strong running game? Uh, is Watson able to stay healthy just because they have no offensive line? So I think that even though New England is most likely going to score points, it's not completely out of the realm of possibilities that Houston shows up because it's a big game. They want to show up and prove themselves. Baltimore, San Francisco, I think that Baltimore hangs like a solid eight because th- that game, I I don't see that being a 40 to six blowout in either Mm-mm. side of things. It's I see that be being super, like, like high scoring. It's probably going to be like 35 to I see that being like more like a three as I don't know, like a, a thirteen to nine kind of game. I don't know. I, I still think I think both offenses are going to run through the opposing defense. You think so? I, I do. See, I think that I do. I mean, even then, I still think that game's going to be closer to where it's. I think it's going to be the the closest. It's just a battle of defenses. It's the and same low power or high powered offense. Yeah, yeah. But then Prater versus Gay. That's just. I mean, you kind of have the advantage there because yours is facing Jacksonville. I mean, you got to think it like, you know, San Francisco. Look what San Francisco's defense did to Green Bay. And, you know, Green Bay doesn't have like a high powered offense like, you know, the the Ravens. But San Francisco's defense doing that to Green Bay. And then I just like I everything was going in my head and I got all confused anyway. Are you okay? Green Bay's defense was supposed to be really, really like good, decent anyway. And they just started they, the year well, and then San Francisco went out and did that to them. You know, so I I think that San Francisco San Francisco could do the same to the Baltimore defense. They're more physical, I feel like, but 
I think team San Francisco punks. can. That whole team is a bunch of gangsters. I think, I think if I had to pick with this roster, this matchup as it is, I think Josh has the advantage. I don't even know what the official matchup. Fifty-one percent win probability for Josh. They're only within two points of each other. Negative two. So, I think I think Josh has the advantage just based on matchups right now for both teams, and yeah. I think that. The way that Michael could swing this in his favor, he already has confessed that he is looking for someone to play because quarterback has been his weak position. Nick Foles at Tampa Bay, Trubisky at Detroit. He's got Devlin Hodges, quack, quack, going against Cleveland. Andy Dalton has been named the starter (laughs) again. The Red Rocket. So, I mean, there's, um, there's people out there. You mentioned Tannehill. Um Whoever's playing Cincinnati, I think it's the Jets this week. Sam Darnold versus the Jets. Not the Jets, Cincinnati. Um, that could also be a potential play. So there are five or six quarterbacks that could potentially give Michael 20 points, which I think, I mean, Michael, when's the last time your QB scored 20 points in a game? I haven't had a QB score 20 points so, this year. That's not a joke. Last year. Last year is the last time. He, That's not even a joke. So I got 36 this week. Yeah. Shut up. Mine only got nine, but I, I got me won. 46 in the Yahoo League. That is true. true. Yeah. <laughs> you had Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So Thank God for auto draft. He crushed me. <laughs> he he de- deleted me from the playoff contention in that league. Uh, which, good, yeah, I have I have other leagues that I'm in, and I'm really good at all of them, except the one I'm actually the commissioner of. I am, <laughs> I am in first, or, I mean, with the tiebreaker, you're in first in this league but in every other league i'm first except for the one i'm in charge of which is i'm like 12 out of 14 i'm taking myself to win against josh i believe in myself i believe in my team i think i can pull it off i think if you get the if like i listed i don't know how many qbs if you get the right one on the right day like let's say you pick up andy dalton for example and he goes out and throws 17 interceptions awful but if he goes out and throws like a normal Andy Dalton 250 yards ish game, maybe two touchdowns to to Boyd, then you're looking at least you're he would not lose you the game where your quarterback has lost you some games. So that's I think that's the big thing. And then also do his receivers show up next week? because uh, your running back situation, even though you both have great running backs, it could they could end up canceling each other out. Uh, I already mentioned, I think your tight ends are probably going to cancel each other out. Everyone's going to cancel each other out except for quarterback. It should be interesting. I will mm-hmm. be watching this closely. In fact, we should. I will not be. We should maybe like <laughs> post score updates on our social media. For our game? Yeah, for, for it's the playoffs. I won't be doing anything on social media on Thursday during those games. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Thanksgiving. I'm gonna be fat and happy, and I'm gonna be watching the Cowboys. I'm just saying. Play the I'm Bills. just saying. I'm gonna be fat but not happy. I'm Go follow happy. <laughs> Wasted Local Talent on Facebook or wherever else Instagram. we are on social Instagram. At we, Wasted Local Talent. We uh, we promote our interviews with our actual talent, and then hey, we might sneak in some bonus content of some scores. Yes. Down the stretch, and people. I know people listen to the show. I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure why. We love it, but yeah. thanks. We appreciate it. 
Yeah, check out all of our other podcasts too. D and D Conda, we already mentioned, yeah. which is fantastic. Video game mythos. I think this Thursday on Thanksgiving, there's a Red Dead Redemption episode. Interesting. Which should be just fantastic. I know. I see your eyes. <laughs> You're not a fan of Red Dead Redemption, but there's a lot of people that are. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people that listen to this might be really excited. Brian Wilfong's going to be running point yeah. on that one. And Gurus of Gaming. The Gurus of Gaming, which we talked about the Google Stadia. We talked about some esports awards last week. Um, I don't know what we're talking about this week. talked about the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was not my decision. But <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, we're going forward, uh, depending on the holidays, we'll have another episode coming out mm-hmm. Monday. Maybe, who knows? We're, we're figuring that out. But that's also, a great episode. If you're going to be at Steel con. City Con, who? 13 Palm Trees is going to have a booth up there. That's next weekend, right, Michael? 6th, 7th, and the 8th. 6th, 7th, and 8th of December. They'll be up there. Uh, We're definitively the largest celebrities there, of course. Oh, yeah. However, there will be people there from, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You might have heard of Lord of the Rings, maybe. I don't know. I mean, if... I've never heard of it. If you're over 30, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, Michael just brought down, before we recorded the podcast, a whole box of merchandise, which you can find on the store what's that what's that website 13palmtrees.com slash merch go buy a wasted shirt for fuck's sakes yeah go buy a wasted shirt they're $12 if you and see, they're soft if you see someone at Steel City Con if you go to Steel City Con he he was unpacking some dice if you like Lots dice, dice if you Skull like splitters. t-shirts mm-hmm. if you like stickers we have so many stickers over there but yeah we got we got a bunch of stuff buttons buttons fire shit Dumbass. Buy our shit. <laughs> Buy it all. 13palmtrees.com yeah. slash store? Maybe. Maybe. Might just, just go there and click on the store tab. That's a lot easier than... There's nowhere else that has a 13 Palm Trees tag. Just Google it. Yeah. We'll find, you'll find us. Yeah. There might be some like travel agency or something, but I can The closest is the Doubletree Hotel, but there's only two and not 13. We're about 11 away. <laughs> <laughs> what was it in the last episode? So pine trees. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like because they were actually pine trees. It's like shit. Got to rename the company because we're here year round. Did you listen to the most recent episode of D and D? I have yet to listen to that, and it's just because it's a all out comedy slugfest. It's I saw back to the original. Roots Lots of the there's show. still a lot of story, and well, not like super big progression, but there's just a lot of. Really I fucked up. I saw shit. where Nathan in the group chat today said that he's glad he was listening to it, not in public, because you know, you know, yeah, it's one of those episodes. You know. It has an explicit tag, so you yeah, should have there for should have known that. So, <laughs> yep. well, I think that's. Did we cover everything this week, Roger? You're the loser. Wait, no, sorry, we did that already. <laughs> yeah, we've done that for the past like ten weeks. So. But, but what is he in fantasy football? <laughs> oh yeah. Also, the loser. Eliminated. <laughs> You're almost eliminated from contention, so you better get your shit together. I don't necessarily know how to end this podcast.